Can reading help us heal and process our emotions? Or is that just a story we tell ourselves? Can reading help us heal and process our emotions? Or is that just a story we tell ourselves? You're listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakeem Alibokis Alexander on Colin Social Podcasting. Presented for World Reading Club in association with Uniquilibrium. This edition's reading focus comes to us from neurosciencenews.com and is titled Can Reading Help Us Heal and Process Our Emotions or Is That Just a Story We Tell Ourselves? It was published on January 23rd, 2023. Summary Many say reading a good book can help us to process complex emotions, but is that really the case? Researchers investigate how cathartic reading can be. Source, The Conversation. The oldest known library, dating back to the second millennium BC in Thebes, Egypt, reportedly bore a sign above its portals in Greek, Sykes Iatrion, Sykes Iatrion, translated as healing place of the soul. The idea that reading may confer healing benefits is not new, but continues to intrigue readers and researchers. Of course, this doesn't apply to reading about how to put up the tent or tidy our piles of household stuff. When we talk about books that might offer a balm for the soul, we mean fiction, poetry, and narrative nonfiction, including memoir. The idea of emotional catharsis through reading is intuitively appealing, but does it work that way? Or do we read for interest, pleasure, escapism, or love of words? Reading as Catharsis and Transport The highest aspiration of art is to move the audience, claims George Saunders, who is not still moved by the first book that who is not first who is not still moved by the first book that affected them on a cellular level whether that's storm boy the little prince or their high school reading of to kill a mockingbird according to the authors of the novel cure an a to z of literary remedies novels have the power to transport you into another existence and see the world from a different point of view. Sometimes it's the story that charms. Sometimes it's the rhythm of the prose that works on the psyche, stilling or stimulating. Humans imitate or represent the world through art, poetry, drama, and epic. That drive, acclaimed Aristotle, sets human apart from animals. In 1987, Jerome Bruner proposed that world-making is the principal function of mind in both the sciences and arts. As humans, we are drawn to the momentum of narrative to tell our stories, he says. 
we seek to make sense of the events in our lives as if really as if life really were a three-act play with a clear narrative arc conveniently summarized as get him up a tree throw rocks at him get him down how reading works reading is one way we seek to understand our worlds evolutionary psychologists propose the brain is designed for reading just as it is for language facial recognition or other drives the act of reading engages both cognitive and especially where there's a narrative emotional processes children learning to read must first gap the basics of recognition sound letter phreneme word and then proceed to the higher order cognitive skills of comprehension of the meaning of the text semantics it is at that next level of meaning that next level of meaning making that words connect and stir the emotions that might be fear frankenstein love pride and prejudice outrage germain greer's polemic the female eunuch or existential angst albert camus's philosophical novel le étranger the outsider but how does this process work or as saunders put puts it how does seduce persuade console distract how reading between the gaps invites us in world or meaning making can occur directly by acquiring knowledge for example when reading that tent manual or indirectly through our engagement with the social world art and our meaning making faculties works of art invite thought and feeling this indirect communication of literature is one of the unique affordances or benefits it offers readers meaning making is a transaction between author text and reader the gap between the words and the reader's interpretation shaped by their own experiences and predispositions is critical thus an author might seek to move a reader but whether the reader is moved will depend on individual circumstances and preferences not the least among these is the skill of the writer of course book clubs where heated discussions can be motivated by how books and their characters made readers feel are a great example so is consumer review site goodreads and booktok the sector of tiktok where books that make readers cry dominate as flannery o'connor says the writer can choose what he writes about but he cannot choose what he is able to make live my italics in other words some books will always speak to some readers and those same books will leave other readers cold or even make them regret joining a book club there's a video embedded here from youtube and let me just take a click here and see where that brings us on youtube eh? doesn't seem to allow me to do that just at the moment all right well it's uh about the books this book reading apparently and the credit is to matitalis hmm. what neuroscience 
tells us about reading. Neuroscience News continues. What Neuroscience Tells Us About Reading. Virginia Woolf wrote of books as mirrors of the soul, and contemporary neuropsychologists have proven it with brain imaging studies. These studies have demonstrated that when a person indirectly experiences an event associated with an emotion, the same regions of the brain are activated as if they had experienced the event directly. We feel disgust whether we actually discover or have eat the maggot in the ham sandwich or view a TikTok video of the simulated event. The same fear is elicited in the brain when we walk a tightrope in a virtual reality simulation, view the film Philippe Petit in The Walk, or high wire walk ourselves. Do not try this at home. Mirror neurons prompt us to yawn or smile or frown when another person yawns, smiles, or frowns. The other person, the protagonist, in a book can be completely fictional, the entire plot make-believe, yet we still cry. Who of us hasn't wept real tears when tragedy befalls a favorite character in a novel? For me, it's the death of shell-shocked World War I soldier Septimus in Virginia Woolf's novel, Miss Dalloway, or Mrs. Dalloway, that is. The Psychology of Fiction. University of Toronto professor emeritus and author psychologist Keith Oatley explains that reading narratives allows us to simulate a, so, a social world where we identify with characters and their struggles and their struggles and observe their way of solving conflicts. This way we can process emotional content and solve life problems indirectly. It's much more effective than being given the solution. Oatley's research has also demonstrated that readers' long-term engagement in fiction, especially literary fiction, improves their empathy and their ability to take the perspective of another person, referred to as theory of mind. We have a featured image of a woman uh, leaning against uh, or sitting in some kind of couch or chair with a book pressed up to her face. I don't know, it seems like she's sniffing the pages. Something I would do. Neuroscience News. And it has a caption that uh, reads, the idea that reading may confer healing benefits is not new, but continues to intrigue readers and researchers. Image is in the public domain. Neuroscience News continues. Oatley suggests, we need not lead one life. Through fiction, we can lead many lives. In this sense, reading can prompt us to understand the inner lives of others as well as our own. It can even help us to reimagine the narrative of our lives, especially if we are not happy with the one we are actually leading. In this way, reading can provide both escape and a way to imagine, and perhaps start to plan for, alternative ways to live. In her book, Why We Read Fiction, Lisa Zunshine argues, Fiction helps us to pattern in newly nuanced ways our emotions and perceptions. It creates new forms of meaning for our everyday existence. Quite apart from the practical benefits of this kind of cognitive and emotional gymnastics, Zunshine says, 
our biggest reason for doing it is enjoyment itself. Does reading prompt emotional catharsis? Marcel Proust wrote that a novelist can, in an hour, set free all kinds of happiness and misfortune, which would take years of our ordinary lives to know. Reading, as a hardwired impetus and a form of engaging with art, allows us to process our emotions. Importantly, this can be at a distance. We don't have to directly, for example, pursue forbidden love and sort out the ensuing mess. Graham Greene's The End of the Affair, or cope alone with alienation or discrimination, Alice Walker's The Color Purple. We can scare ourselves without ever having to go into the dark woods. We can access experiences unavailable to us in life, and the positive feelings they produce can remain with us. For example, We can transform ourselves into magical, powerful heroes and heroines who prevail against impossible odds, Lord of the Rings. Saunders suggests art, including literature, might be an offering of sorts, a hypothesis for both writer and reader to take up and consider together the goal of that offering, might be to ease the reader's way, to make the difficulty of this life less for her. We try to give the reader a way of thinking about reality that is truthful, yes, and harsh, if need be, but not gratuitously harsh, a way of thinking that somehow helps her. Hmm. About this reading and emotion research news. Author, Jane Turner Goldsmith, source, The Conversation, contact, Jane Turner Goldsmith, The Conversation. The image of the woman sniffing a book referred to earlier is in the public domain. You've been listening to Technical News Reading, presented by Hakeem Alibokis Alexander on Call-In Social Podcasting, presented for World Reading Club in association with Equilibrium. This edition's reading focus has come to us from neurosciencenews.com and is titled Can Reading Help Us Heal or Can Reading Help Heal Us and Process Our Emotions or Is That Just a Story We Tell Ourselves? You can read this article and others like it on neurosciencenews.com by visiting neuro S-C-I-E-N-C-E-N-E-W-S dot C-O-M. That's neurosciencenews.com.